So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. Stumbling on happiness, you know. I just see the, the next question we're gonna go through, the next uh, statement, the next thing, and it's amazing. It really is. It really is a cool thing. And I'm in general just really happy with this book, and I really think that there is a lot of thoughts and a lot of just uh, crispy and juicy things in there, you know, that really can lead to a fucking lot of shit. Bitch. Yeah. After the intro, there's gonna be more. Yeah. And I do think that, and I can't look out of the window just because I'm going to explain to you. I think my neighbor that is just living just on the opposite side of the street, uh, she's just on the balcony and uh, I'm not just having anything like in front of my window so you can actually look through it. And most often I'm also having some sort of, a, I don't know what it is called, but you can, you can at this point in time you can look through it because I just need the light because uh, if there is no light then I look shit and yeah. It's, it's better in that way. And so I like it more in that way as well. But 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 I think she's staring at me. And it's a little bit of a weird thing, but I'm probably going to forget about it over the course of the video. So uh, yeah, anyway. But yeah, uh, with that, by the way, being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And I'm really, really, really happy to go through this. And we might actually be able to finish up with this one. It really heavily depends on how fast I'm going to be and how just, uh, yeah, how fast I'm going to be. <laughs> And, and yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. There's going to be a lot of juicy and interesting and amazing things in there, which are cool, you know? I like them. Let's see. People are more likely, and, and by the way, I know I'm going to spoil it, but this is a really amazing one. People are more likely to purchase a vacation package that has been marked marked down from 600 bucks to 500 bucks than an identical package that costs 400 that was on sale the previous day for 300 you know, we end up uh, preferring bad deals that have become decent deals to great deals that were once amazing deals. Yes, and I would also say so, you know, uh, even though it just doesn't make any fucking sense, like it really does not. But but also I think in general, I think in general also people would buy like the exact same shit for 600 bucks sometimes. You know, it depends on a person, but some people just value... Um, sorry, it's probably really loud. Um, some people just value having something expensive. You know, it's just about the story. It's just about the story that, that, that you yourself can tell and that you can... Can I please switch? Oh, man. Thank you. Um, is it now working? Why isn't it working? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Why? Why? No one is working. And now nothing works. Okay, fine. Um, the thing is, I think that it's just about stories. Like, it's nothing new and it's probably something that you've heard before as well, but it's just all only about stories. Stories that you, for example, and no, no, first of all, tell yourself. And second of all, stories that you can tell somebody else, you know, being to your, I don't know, best friend. Oh, I bought myself just right now a fucking package for a vacation of just, I don't know, 2K. I know, for 2K. And and it sounds cool. It sounds like you're fucking rich and stuff. Like, it just makes sense that people really like to talk about that stuff. Even though it's, like, really nonsensical and the biggest fucking bullshit that fucking is. Because, I, I don't know. I mean, if somebody says something to me like this, I would be like, it's fucking expensive, dude. You don't need this shit. Not gonna be like, oh, amazing. Show me your fucking Ferrari. Mm, amazing. I like that. I don't give a shit, you know? I don't give a shit. 
People don't like to buy the most expensive item in a category, so retailers can improve their sales by stocking a few very expensive items that no one actually buys. <laughs> a $500 bottle of champagne, for example, that makes less, less expensive items seem like a bargain. By comparison, a $60 champagne. Yes, of course, it's gonna be like, oh, well, this is actually nothing, even though it's fucking expensive anyway. Real estate people often bring clients to shithole. <laughs> Real estate people often bring clients to shitholes first so that the ordinary ho uh, house feels like a miracle in comparison. Yes, um, it's, it's all about comparison. And also another thing that I have seen before or I have learned before, I might just say, I think, is that if you're having three items, it's, it's always a good thing. Um, or let's say it's one service, but you're having three categories, for example, um, which means that you're going to have one cheap one, which is obviously just the least good one. Then you're having um, the, the middle one and then you're having the premium and most expensive shit. I would say that most people are going to go for the medium thing because nobody wants to have just the, the most expensive thing because it's too expensive. And also not a lot of people want to have just the low quality, quote unquote, because we don't actually know, but the low quality and low money shit. I know, therefore, a lot of companies, and I mean, you see it pretty often, like there's always something in between, always, because people are probably gonna go for that. Unless, of course, unless they just really wanna have something expensive or they just see through all the shit and just gonna pick the cheap one, if there's something is to look through, of course. People were given the opportunity to bid on a dictionary that was in perfect condition and had 10,000 words. They bid 24 bucks. Others gave the opportunity to bid on a dictionary with a torn cover, but 20,000 words. They bid 20 bucks. When a different group was able to compare them side by side, they bid 90 bucks for the small, in the, for the small intact dictionary and 27 bucks for the large torn dictionary. People care about the attribute. Uh, people care about an attribute, which is, for example, the number of words, only when it is brought to their attention by by side by side comparison. Ah, I, I see now. I just always thought, what, what are they bidding for? Like, is it a, just a race or something? What are they going to do with the books? But it's actually for buying them, I assume. <laughs> uh, I assume, at least. I'm actually not quite sure. But, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I can always get that. Like, if it is just a new one, people are always going to be, always going to pay more for new things. And people always, always expect other people to pay more for new things. And I mean... I, th I think we can see that if we are just selling something online on eBay, for example, and this particular thing is having one fucking scratch and you have to just, I don't know, make it 50 or 100 bucks just cheaper just because of this one fucking crack, this one fucking just scratch, this one fucking piece of dust that is just underneath something or whatnot. Even though I got out, also have to say, like, um, doing this is also kind of, I think, the right thing. Like, you're not getting the new shit. Um, there is some... Uh, some, 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 some damages, of course, and uh, the person shouldn't pay for that, I guess. What do all of these facts about comparison mean for our ability to imagine future feeling? A. Value is determined by the comparison of one thing to another. Yes, I, I mean, like, I think it is basically like a summary of all the things that we have gone through just up there. B. There is more than one kind of comparison we can make in any given instant. Of course, we can. Like, we can always compare. Like, um, it's actually... Can I now? No, I can't, unfortunately. But I think it is always a good thing to compare. Um, well, ah, fuck. You know, it's, it's, it's complicated to say, but often it is good to compare things. For example, um, if your life is pretty shit at this point in time, remembering that 
Um, it's also been just really good some point in your life, probably. I think it's a pretty valuable thing and a pretty important thing as well, because I mean, it's just perspective, you know? And also on the other hand, if everything is really super duper well doing and going and stuff that you just remember that there has been some days where everything's been just really fucking shit. And I think it's just an important thing because sometimes we just really get high. I know not on fucking weed, but what's going on? I should actually sleep a little bit more, I guess. But, um, but on uh maybe on perspective kind of as well you know because we then think we are fucking god and we can destroy everything once something is working as i've actually been just talking about before like um if everything is well we think everything is gonna for always be well but it's not necessarily gonna be the case and then if some of these days come where everything is fucked up then uh you're really fucked up I know because you are just have been living in this delusional world, in this everything is super duper world, even though it's not. I know. I think it's important to have perspective. I know, um, especially when it is like nowadays everything is fucked. But um, other people, and this is another type of perspective, like just remembering that other people are just probably having it worse than you are having it. I mean, like people in Africa not having just anything to drink and anything to eat, eating actually mud. You know. And what are you complaining about? Like just putting it in perspective and just seeing how things really are and or could be. And C is, so the last one is, uh, we may value something more highly when we make one kind of comparison than when we make a different kind of comparison. If we want to predict how something will make us feel in the future, we must consider the kind of comparison we will be making in the future and not the kind of comparison we happen to be making in the present. Yes, of course. Which means that what... If you do something, I think I just think about buying a car because um, it is most often a little bit more expensive and maybe you have to go into debt for it or at least just take on some credit and stuff. But um, if you do so, will this also make you feel happy because it's about feelings that is this also going to make you feel feel happy in the future? Did I do something? No, I didn't. Um, Is this also going to make you happy in the future compared to maybe... hmm, it's a little bit complicated, I think, maybe compared to how your life at this point in time is, you know, or uh, instead of just, hmm, I'm not really comparing it to your life, this doesn't make any fucking sense, but um, maybe you could just say like, okay, you buy yourself either this car or that car, and you think about how you're going to feel in the future, and maybe you just compare your current situation to the uh, to the situation you're gonna have in the future, which means that, okay, today I can choose between this car and that car. Um, maybe it's also another way. I, I thought like, okay, uh, either I can choose this more expensive one or I can just choose this relatively cheap one. But maybe in the future I could be like, well, I could have taken this one. You know? Or at this point in time, I can take this one. So the car that I've bought back in the days is a really piece of shit. You know, because now at this point in time, I can compare it to something else because I am able to buy myself something else in theory, of course, or some other thoughts, because I'm actually not quite sure what it is all about. And the other thought that I had was, um, if you, and I just have to recap it because I tend to forget about shit. <laughs> what's actually going on today? You know, what's going on? What's going on? Um, I tried to recap it. If you buy yourself a car, maybe also compared to the situation you're in, like, um, you are in, maybe you are in a, ah, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, if you are in a really good, ah, even though, do they really mean that? Um, well, nevertheless, I think it's also a good thought. So if you're buying yourself a relatively expensive car at this point in time, and it really makes you happy, is it all also going to make you feel happy in the future compared to the life that you're having at this point in time? Like just really trying to compare 
and make decisions um, based on how things are going to be in the future and, and comparing the future to the now or, and or with the now. I don't know if this is what they think and w w what they've been talking about. I I'm going to read it once again. If we want to predict how something will make us feel in the future, we must consider the kind of comparison we will be making in the future and not the kind of comparison we happen to be making in the present. So it's it's about comparison. Ah, it's not about comparing this and that, but it's comparing about uh, this and that in the now and then also in the future, I see. Well, anyway, when we start shopping for a new pair of sunglasses, we compare the cool ones in the store with the old outdated ones on our nose. Yes. But a few days after buying the new ones, we stop comparing them with the old pair and the delight that the comparis comparison produced us produced is gone. Of course, like it's, it's about perspective, once again. Actually, pretty cool thought. I've never thought about this. You know, I don't know how, what you think, but I've never thought about that. Like, literally never fucking thought. Presentism, a judging historical figures by contemporary standards, which is a fucked up thing, really is. Con condemning Thomas Jefferson for keeping slaves or Sigmund Freud for patronizing women is like arresting someone today for having driven without a seatbelt in 1923. Yeah, it's just standards and it's just how society was. Of course, things change. And of course, I think this is also going to be the thing in the future. Like, what? People did this to our fucking environment. They should be killed for that. Maybe it is actually going to be the just the case in the future, you know, and also like, okay, this person crossed the streets when the light was red, if you say it that way, like, I don't know, um, but uh, maybe we're just gonna get hanged for this in the future, I don't know, so, so it's, it's laws, even though, of course, I mean, like, having slaves and shit, like, it, it's difficult, I think there's actually a really difficult, um, really difficult conversation, really difficult discussion that you could have with somebody because, of course, you can say like, I mean, this is a this is a person, but of course, like, we just think that it is a person, um, based on how we think about things at this point of time, and it's been different back in the days. So back in the days, it's not been a person, and of course, it's easy to say like, okay, nowadays it's just something else, and nowadays you're just a fucking piece of shit and racist and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, but it's been different times back in the days. Yeah, anyway, difficult. People who don't have direct reactions to tragic events are sometimes diagnosed as having absent grief. Recent research sh shows conventional wisdom is wrong, that the absence of grief is quite normal, and most people are surprisingly resilient in the face of trauma. Yeah, I would say so. Even though they say most people, like, of course, there's going to be some people that are going to be fucked and shit. Um, of course, like, really, of course. Um, but I just thought if it isn't the case that things are going to get bad most often, quote-unquote, most often in the future. So not, not really just when something happens, because you're maybe even traumatized and shit and you don't realize things. But uh, actually, I don't know, after a week or after two weeks or something like that, I don't know. When people are asked to predict how they will feel if a bad event occurs, they consistently overestimate how awful they will feel and how long they will feel awful. Well, I, I would actually have said that, or I would have actually said that it's completely the opposite. Like, the people are going to be, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, everything is fine, you know, I'm just feeling really good in the future and everything is going to be top-notch amazing. But, but not really like this. I, I really thought that they just overestimate how good they will feel and not how bad they will feel. Um... Because I wouldn't say so. I kind of wouldn't say so. I, I, but I mean, of course, we are always going to judge this based on how we're feeling at this point in time. At this point in time, I'm doing pretty good. Really, I'm pretty good. So I don't know if something happens in the future, and I really hope that it is not going to be the case, then um, 
then 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 yeah, you know, I'm probably gonna be like, well, I'm gonna be fine with it. Even though it could definitely also be the case that I'm gonna just be completely fucked in the future. Who knows? Researchers asked volunteers to write down the definition of talent, then to estimate their talent using their, their definition as a guide. Other volunteers were given the definition that the first group had written down and were asked to estimate their own talent using those definitions as a guide. The ones who defined talent talented rated themselves as more talented than the one than the non-definers, I'm sorry, because definers were given the uh, liberty to define the word talented any way they wished. They defined it exactly as wished in terms of some activity at which they happen to excel. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, I just, while I was reading it, I also thought about how I would actually say, like, I mean, this is talent or somebody's talented when. And I would have said that somebody's talented, even though, like, it just really depends. I mean, I'm talented at just something and completely untalented at something else. But, I mean, if we talk about, I mean, in general... I would say that you're talented when you're good at something, but you're natural good at something, so you didn't have to do a lot for it. Well, actually, indeed, no, not really. At least, no, let's put it like this. I think you're talented when, you, when you're good at something based on either not doing a lot for this particular thing or doing a lot for this particular thing just because you like it. Because I think, I mean, we have seen this in our childhood as well. Like, if there's something we really like, then we're probably also pretty good at it because we're doing it all the fucking time. For me, for example, it would have been just playing with balls. I've always been playing with fucking balls because I've liked it, you know? And it's not been work. It's not been just training. It's not been exercising or some stuff. But therefore, I'm naturally, I think, talented at playing with balls. Not with my balls, but um, with... uh, balls and also not with footballs you know uh, round balls you know so yeah we could put it in that way so question of today how would you describe or define talent would you say that it's this and that would you say that it is these and those write it down if you want to i would just really be interested in that and or hit me up on social media i would also appreciate that but yeah I think I'm going to end the episode there and we are going to have a little bit to go for the next time. I think we're actually going to finish the next time, which is a pretty cool thing. By the way, I should mark where we have stopped. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, there it is. There it is. You know, there it is. Ah, oh, come on. I Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't complain, by the way. Just wanted to say, like, you just have to complain and everything's going to be right. No, don't fucking complain. It's, it's bullshit. You don't need it. But yeah, anyway. I wish you the best health, love, happiness, and also success, and also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy, and basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person. And yeah, with that being said, three other questions that I have for you are, why are you here, what are you trying to change, and uh, what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, it just depends. But at least I hope your purpose, because it is something incredibly important and also incredibly interesting, as I would say. And so, yeah, I hope you've liked it. And I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really, truly appreciate it. Like, I gotta have to say that uh, yesterday I've just had a look at my phone and I had 39 subscribers. At this point in time, it's just really running quite smoothly, I would say. Like, of course, I'm not having millions of subscri- subscribers. Um, subscribe, sub, subscribe, sub, sub, anyway, subs. Um, but, but it kind of grows somehow. I don't know why. I don't know because of what and stuff, but I'm so grateful for that. Like really. So, so thank you very much. And I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. And if there's any feedback, I would really appreciate that as well. But yeah, thank you very much.